See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right. We're all ready. We're both ready. What are we? Why are we? Who are we? This where is, are we? This is slow. I don't know where we are. This is Lost in Life. This is Slow Robot a Go-Go. Big show number 192. My name's Mal. With me as always. Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. And we are here to talk about and muse upon uh, B through Z grade movies. Yeah, and other things. And, and other things. And, we and took, other lies. Took a week off. Whoa. Yeah, now you're refreshed. I'm all ru- No, I'm rusty. Now, oh, I don't know what I'm going to say. I'm so nervous. Uh, well, I'm not nervous. Yeah. I, I, that's never. Yeah, that's never going to happen. <laughs> I did do a BOD last week and uh, an indie circuit. Because <laughs> I just was like, ah, eh, the hell with it. I was bored or whatever, so I just, you know, just. Whatever. Just did it. Just did it. Who cares? You turn the <laughs> mic on and blah blah blah. And your rant. Some, yeah. So <laughs> that's basically probably it. Probably wasn't very funny. That's sad. But, but you it know. was. But you did it. Yeah. It's done. You played music. It's all so, good. So this week, what did, did what did you watch anything over the last two weeks? Sadly, no. I oh really didn't. God. It's so it's so stupid of me not to, but yeah. I didn't. Nothing. Not even. I watch television, but I mean no. football yeah. games and you know and. Uh, uh, TV shows like there was Leave It to Beaver Marathon. <laughs> I watched like actually recorded like about six hours of it because you know I know every show. Yeah. That's actually one of the, you know the shows people go when if it's on you stop and watch it. Yeah. That's that one sucks me in. You know it's like that and the Abbott and Costello show. Wow. You know it's weird because it's like the, it's like the Abbott and Costello show isn't. Like, everybody loves the Stooges, and I do, too, yeah. but they're all over the place, you know? So everywhere you look, there's a Stooge somewhere, so you either go, oh, yeah, there's a Stooges, but one of these channels is playing the Abbott and Costello show, and they go, oh, my God, I haven't seen that in 30 years, so I just watch it like an what? idiot. Now, what channel plays those? Antenna TV. It's either Antenna TV or MeTV. Okay. You get them wow. on your cable. It's like 610 and 607 on your Wow, all right. That's crazy. But they're on early in the morning, you know, so it's like you got to be, like, up at the crack. Uh, to yeah, watch them or whatever. Which I'm not. That's not a thing. Because the rest of the day, like, I think Antenna TV plays more comedies, but MeTV's playing, like, Gunsmoke and, you know, stuff oh, like that. Oh, goes into, the, like, some of those things, The yeah. Westerns and the, the Detectives and all that. Now, but, what about uh, TV Land? Do they play a lot of stuff? Yeah, I think they do. I think they still play like, Gilligan and stuff like that. Yeah. The King of Queens, you know, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. But um, Fonzie, you know, Happy, yeah. happy Days. Happy Days, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Those were in rotation for years and decades and decades. That's one show that really went into the crapper. You know, there's a lot of shows tank, but that one really tanked big time. I mean, Jump the Shark. As yeah. Before, well, they know. created that, Jump they the Shark. They created that, yeah, because it was actually a funny kind of American graffiti type show. It was great. But it became like the the Fonzie, Chachi, Joni shenanigans all day long. As soon as as soon as like Ron Howard left, all the it's like the, the inmates you know took over the asylum. <laughs> yeah, or whatever, no kidding. You know, it was really dopey. There was that the a modern day version of that was Heroes. Now Heroes, I never what, saw that show. The first season, um, I I really that's a superhero show. Yeah, it's right? like a superhero. Thing. It, it was yeah. I really enjoyed it. And then, like, season two came out, and I'm like, what is this? It, is that bad? It went garbage down, like, in 20 seconds. And I'm like, did they fire everyone who had a good idea? Or did they run out of ideas? I don't know how you could run out of ideas with any character you write at any time can have any power. Yeah. Like, like you can have some some dude that just waltzes in and can do this. And, and it's like the... Um, 
the come on the one that's very popular X Men. You know, oh you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, they can just yeah, they can yeah, just yeah, write yeah. whatever. Who cares? Oh, this guy turns into a puddle. Who cares? Whatever. And you just yeah. go, yep, that that's the puddle guy. You know, it and turns then, into a puddle of baby tears. <laughs> so how do you screw that up? I don't know, but they did hard. I was like, <laughs> wow. I just turned it off. Is you know? it still on or is it gone? No, no, no. It was gone like season uh, three. It was like, yeah, everyone pretty much just said goodbye. You're horrible. Yeah, all those TV shows. I don't watch much episodic television mm. anymore because that's what happens. It got usually. so dr- it's got so like drama y and you're like, What are you doing? You know? Yeah. Just stop. Nobody. Well th- well you must have watched something. <laughs> oh yeah. I did a couple th- I watched a couple things. Alright. Well first of all I watched a whole bunch of Kung Fu because it was uh El Ray always has the Kung Fu Oh yeah on Thanksgiving. They played they were playing uh, Way of the Dragon the other day. Yeah. The one where he fights Chuck Norris. I watched a little bit of that. that so funny. I watched those but I use those as like that's my background music. Or my flip back. Like if I'm watching a game and it's just like who cares? I flip back and yeah, watch the, yeah. that. So I don't count those as watching them but I watched them, you know. Sure. Yeah. Uh but I did El Rey did have uh Kill Bill on. And uh you know, oh, so yeah. I watched that. I watched Kill Bill 1 uh in its entirety again. Um, I hadn't I hadn't watched that for a while. I watched it like every day for three years, uh, so I know every single frame and every single everything. Yeah, I but I hadn't watched it, so I was like, oh okay. So it came back on. I was like, that's cool. You know, I watched that. That's his buddy. Yeah, and then I watched. Uh, I got a documentary called I Am Chris Farley, and oh, um, man. it was good. And I forgot how much I missed Chris Farley. Like I kind of really liked Chris Farley as a comedian I thought he was very funny but you know he, how long was he really on for like three or four years and then he died or something um he wasn't on for that long it wasn't too long but it, one of the things and I talked about it a little bit last uh, when I did the BOD by myself I think I can't remember um I like they showed them coming up and they showed them like you know how every, all these guys have struggled to get to the spotlight you know they do all this stuff. They do all these performances. They're, they're, that's what they do to get there, you know. And uh, and you see them working with uh, the uh, Adam Sandler and uh, David Spade and some of these guys, <clears throat> and you realize how long they've been doing this. Oh, before they got to SNL. And even and now, but that that was like thirty years ago, you know. Oh, like yeah. they've been doing this for thirty, forty years, and you're like, and then people criticize every movie they make and every single thing they do, and you're like. They've been doing this for 40 years. Of course they look phoned in. They're tired. They've been doing this for 30 years. And as soon as they make a movie, everyone says it's horrible. That, that'll that drain you, you know, even like Robin Williams talked about it a little bit. So, but I, People but, get bored of you. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's like, okay, you know, what are they bringing new? They can't keep reinventing themselves. Madonna did it. Other than that, no one else in the world has ever and done she that. she should stop it, too. Yes, she should. <laughs> So, but it, watching it was a very good documentary. It was fun. Um, it was one of those, they didn't dramatize anything. They didn't do anything. Like It was like people that knew him talked about him. His brothers talked about him. They had some clips of him and just talked about it. Talked about him, you know. It was a real nice uh, documentary. And, I, and I, I was like, oh, boy, I did like him a lot. Like, I thought he was pretty funny. He was funny. funny. He was funny. Uh, and then I watched Godzilla 2000. Um, I don't know. It was just. Something to it's watch. It's Godzilla 2000. Yeah, it's Godzilla 2000. Why wouldn't I have watched it? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And that's it. And then other than that, just the usual dumbness, you know, whatever. TV shows, stupid stuff like that. You know, speaking of, like, stuff like that, movies and stuff like that, since we are a movie show, <laughs> I was very surprised. I don't know if you still get or not. I was talking to my buddy the other day in North Carolina, and he goes, oh, I've been watching Netflix, and I've watched this and that, and I go... Yeah, I really used to like Netflix a lot, but then, like, you know, you have all these movies, and then they take them away. 
and you're going like, are you talking about streaming? I go, yeah. He goes, oh no, I'm getting it in the mail. Do you still get Netflix in the mail? Yeah. Yep. I get that's, I get three in the mail and the streaming, because that's the only way you get the new stuff. Through so, the mail. Through the mail. Oh, uh, so, I didn't know it was still around. Yeah. So what so what I do is I load the queue. I, like I have a queue that's loaded up to like I think I have like a hundred or two hundred in the waiting list, and I just if there's an if there's something I want to watch I put it to the very top and I just stack the top, and then I stream stuff so I can watch whatever I want streaming, and then and then every time I send one out a new one comes in and it's just is it like a separate website that you do the um, no. no one says one says browse like it says um, browse streaming and then there's one that says dvd you click on that and that's where i load it from and new movies and you know and stuff where you search around and i dig deep into like the sci-fi stuff and get stuff you know now it is it's not the biggest library in the world but it's pretty big well the the, the dvd library used to be humongous didn't it? yeah it, and that's it is now it's kind of funny the way they set this up now you remember how the when netflix first came out you could kind of see everything yeah. Well, now they have little um, algorithms that read who you are, that know you. Oh, that shit. Yeah, and, and like, it would probably take me like an hour to get out of like the movies that it thinks I should watch. Which, yes, that's slightly helpful, but I'm also very eclectic in that I might just want to pick some random dumb thing sure. from the 30s, and it it'll take me a long time unless I know the name of that to find it. You know, like you can always just type it in and search it. You know. But uh, but I I'm kind of one of those browse shoppers where I'll just look around and be like, huh, click, yep, put it at the top, and that's what'll come next, you know. Well, do you remember back in the early days, yeah, you'd go, you'd you'd get a movie, and then you'd have reviews by by users, and then users would go, oh, these are my top fifty movies and you from could Netflix. Grab, look at some they of theirs. They took that away. Yeah, yeah. They took that away, and that was helping me find all sorts of weird crap. Because that there. is how you find them. That's how yeah. you think. I mean, think of how you find music. From other people. Other people. Like, you listen to the indie circuit, and you go, that has a weird song. And then you go look up them, and then you find out, then you look at someone else's YouTube list, and you're like, oh, wait, this is weird, too. And this is the same as The Bad. Now, The Bad and The Monsters are there. Now, The Monsters are there. Now, Reverend Beatman's there. And, like, that's how you find crap in this world, especially with the the information superhighway. Now, they just control, you know, everything. It's lockdown It's algorithms, you know. Whatever you pick, they, like, figure, oh, well, maybe you'll want this. Well, maybe not, you know. Yeah, and I get it. Like I, I mean, I do understand like that, but I also understand at some point it shifted to being this is all how we make money, and once people are making money off of you and your clicks, that's the end of freedom. It is. You it know. is. So, so yeah. sadly, but whatever, you know. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Steal what you can while you can, kitties. That's right. Here's, here's the trailer. We'll be right back. What is your position on uh, breast implants? Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? The big double horror show of the year is the most gruesome double feature ever filmed. Every horror film you've ever seen, every tortured body, severed limb, hideous creature has been preparing you for this moment, this one experience. I eat your skin. I drink your blood. Cinemation Industries presents I Eat Your Skin, I Drink Your Blood, a total experience in terror. When the bloodbath begins, listen, it may be the only chance you'll ever have to hear your heart stop. I Eat Your Skin, 
I drink your blood. The titles are all you need to know. That was irrational of you, not to mention unsportsmanlike. You got a hunch. The Kinky Coaches and the Pom Pom Pussycats is an important motion picture. Do not let this title fool you. Not since Gone with the Wind has a film provided an audience with more compassion, more drama, more production value. If you believe that, you'll believe anything. However, if you thought Animal House was fun, you'll love the Kinky Coaches and the Pom Pom Pussycats. Rated R for obvious reasons. Ghidra! The three-headed monster battles Godzilla. Mothra and Rodan for the world. All new, all never to be forgotten. See Ghidra, the three-headed monster. Buddy, are you okay? I'm not that far from dragging you out of the car and beating you into dust. You work up to that. Kind of leaves you nowhere to go. So, so make sure you run out and see all of those awesome movies that we just trailered. If you can find them. Man. What was it? Kinky the, Coach and the Pom Pom Girls. Some Pom Pom Pussycats. There you go. Oh. Not 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 to be confused with Josie and the Pussycats. Please don't. But uh, these are better. The Pom Pom Pussycats. Probably way better. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I haven't so, been able to find that one yet. But yeah. when I do, I'm sure we'll be We watching. will do it as immediately. Yeah. So, so we got a pretty interesting... Uh, yeah. Double feature for you today. Oh, yeah. We're, I'm going to just... I'm throwing the names out right in the front. Yep. We're doing... What's yours? Yours was... The Brainiac. The Brainiac. But what's the other one? The Baron of Terror. The Baron of Terror, which so is the... The, uh, the Baron of Terror or Brainiac. Now, this is a Mexican film, but y- you don't notice it. Like, it's not like... No. It's not like a... a what was that one with the Aztec mummy or... Oh, the, yeah. Or, it's not Lemon. like a Santos movie. It, like... You, it's kind of like could be said anywhere because the dubbing was actually really good on this one. Dubbed in Miami. And then man. I chose the wonderful Frankenhooker. Which I hadn't seen in a million years. I saw it when it first came out. I never saw this movie. You know. I think it, it's aged well. It's not bad. Yeah, you I know. think it's aged I, well. I actually kind of laughed and enjoyed both of them I did for too. different reasons. Yeah. So we're like always, we're going to start off with the Brainiac. One of them's unintentional, more so the other one's intentional, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> one's self-aware, one thinks they're doing something. Yeah. Now, Brainiac, or the Baron of Terror, um, yeah. I will go on record and say this was probably the most <laughs> intricate and interesting um, plot or storyline in any of the B-movies we've watched. Wow, okay. It was kind of cool. I got it. I dug it. I got into it. Like, it wasn't played for laughs. It was, like you're saying, it was... But it was neat. It was interesting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it wasn't just some throwaway, oh, some dude's angry, and... The, yeah. It was a revenge plot. It was a... Uh, it was oddly conceived. Some parts of it you go, huh? But in the grand scheme, of what I'm saying is the grand arc of this movie was... was It was a very interesting concept and a very interesting plot line that had... A good story. It could have had a good storyline. I thought it was funny. I thought it was cool. Like, uh, yeah, the the guy who played the not the Brainiac, but the uh, the other professor, the one uh-huh, that uh-huh. with the big expression, Herman Robles. He did Herman Robles. Yeah, yeah, that that look. <laughs> and Abel Salazar, who was the Brainiac, both did a ton of Mexican horror movies. Herman Robles just died, so this is a tribute to him or nice. whatever. But uh, yeah, pour, he must have been in pour his out 90s. some coffee for our dead homies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but this is a this is one of those like Saturday morning Saturday morning creature feature 
bizarre ass movie. It was very strange, very fun though. Very yeah, cool. I, I had a great time with it. They I, all I really are. did, you know. They all are those old. They want to be like Universal horror. You know, they got the shadows. They yeah, got all yeah. that. But then they throw in this like weird like <laughs> pincer, uh, uh, elephant-nosed, fly-headed who eats brains. Who eats brains with a spoon and a plate because he's civilized. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> That's so awesome. It starts off with like our hero villain, you know, Abel Salazar. I forgot to count something oh, or other. Oh no, I forgot to get grab this. I I was gonna promise the audience that they would hear. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition yeah. <laughs> no less than five times. Should I pause? Let yeah. me go. Hold on, we're gonna pause. On, we'll we're we'll gonna be pause. right back. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. There. Now I can promise you, you will hear the the Spanish Inquisition Monty Python skit no less than five times during this show. Even in the other movie, <laughs> of course. And then after that, the Don the Don uh, song, Don what's his name, Don Sullivan, the mushroom song. song, the mushroom song. Yeah, that'll be on there so, too. As you might have guessed from that quick abrupt, go out and find that sound clip. The basis is the Spanish Inquisition. Yes. Uh, like tortures this guy because he was philandering and doing all yeah. things crimes against the church. Necromancy. Nec- oh yeah, that list just kept going. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh yeah, they went on for like about 10 minutes too all he did. Necromancy <laughs> and and like, you know, messing around with guys' wives and you know, and they would and torture that, him and, and he was laughing at him like Yeah, he was laughing uh, inappropriately. Smugly. Not to mention that he stares inappropriately at people too. <laughs> I was like, it's like this guy's making me uncomfortable through the screen. What are you doing, bro? Yeah, yeah, like you, you like, yeah, you see somebody and they just stare and you're like, turn away. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's the brainiac, you know. He just doesn't know when to, you know. Yeah, and then he, he, and then he's got like some dude on the side with a flashlight, like hitting him for his brainiac oh, yeah, juice dude. or whatever, you know. It's just, and <laughs> but then the one guy shows up to defend him. Yeah, little Lord Fauntleroy there with his little like collar and all that stuff. Yeah, his pal. so weird. You're his like, cohort, his yeah. Robin. Yeah, exactly. You know, the 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 Baron was like a real sleaze bag. So he's basically like the Marquis de Sade of Spain, and they finally busted him. You know, because you that's know, what I thought he was doing. Inquisitors I, do yeah. that. I thought know? he was the inquiring mind. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, or perhaps. So yeah, um, yeah. There you go. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little. I'm keeping a tick mark thing right here. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. made the promise. I can't fall through on it. So they're gonna they're gonna execute him, burn him at the stake, and first he's got the ball and chains on. Yeah. But then magically, they're gone. You know. And magically, he's on that like an X in the middle of like the world's biggest bonfire, and you're like. So, so huh. you figure that magically, if he can make the the chains disappear, he could make himself disappear, and he wouldn't be burned at the stake like a you know mm. the heretic that he is with his with his cardinal with his pope outfit. I know that was so weird. Why did it look like the yeah? Pope's he's outfit? got the pope hat on. I'm going like, huh? That's wh- that threw me because I was like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. why, uh, why are they dressing him up like the pope and burning him? That's a little creepy. Yeah, this one's uh, a lot, a lot of creepy. You know, huh? Okay. So, so they burn the guy, and then there's and like he's what? He's just standing there, like who cares, whatever. You know, yeah, he yeah. he he doesn't care that he's getting burned. He's he doesn't even feel it. He's laughing at it. He's like, ha, ha, ha. and then he, he's looking up, and he sees a comet, and 
and this went on like the looking at the comet thing kind of went on a little long. Yeah, I kept looking back. You're looking at <laughs> like you're staring at, him, like, at people. What, what do they call that? Oh yeah, padding. They call that padding. Yeah, so. they call that padding. Yeah, yeah. And he's staring at this like great effect. Let me tell you, you know, it's like I don't know what to describe. It's a still it. picture of a blurry, yeah, a, a blur. little of a firecracker or something yeah, that they some, just move it. So know? weird. Back in the day, you had to make do with whatever you had. So that's and what that was okay. Did. That's, that's part of that, that. To me, that's part of the charm of a lot yeah, of these. Yeah. Is that, you know, uh, they like spaceships can make like right turns in in space and like like the stuff that you see is like, you know, that's cool. So then he then while he's burning, he tells them, in three hundred years when this comet passes again, again, I will be back to enact my revenge on you, you and you. You know, and, and then later on when these guys' ancestors show up. All of a sudden, there's a freeze frame, and you see like oh, that freaked me out. Cause the, the ancestor head showed up. Before this, though, he's uh, he's burning at the stake, and he looked at each one of them and says, "You, Montoya, um, uh, you, Montoya, Montoya, the you know de España." Yeah, and he's looking at it, and through the the hooded mask, their face appears, and uh, and they're like, "Okay." So he each one he's seeing who they are and saying their names. Then he goes up to his comment, and you're like, "Well, that's weird." Cause I, but he said, oh, I'm going to kill your bloodline. Yeah, in 300 years. In 300 years. And I immediately thought, you know, in 300 years, he's going to come back and be like, ooh, there's a lot of people now. Yeah. Like, there was a village when I left. Now there's, like, a couple million. Going to be a little bit harder for a job. You you won, Jose, Maria, yeah. that's a Epstein, you, yeah, we'll get you. <laughs> Madonna, <laughs> you, Madonna. Wherever you, you are, London or, or New York, whatever you are now. Yeah, yeah, we'll so, get you yeah. when I come back. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, and, that, and that's then, kind of like the revenge plot. And you're like, all right. And then you get like the 1661. Then you get the 1761, 18, and then it's back uh, to swinging. Yeah, baby. Mexico yeah. City, 1961, where they're all like dancing the twist, and they all yep. like happy and do the know. mashed potato. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, all that stuff. They yeah, were doing that. that stuff. And no, then and then there's we meet some astronomer, astronomers, yeah, who are waiting for the comet. The professor, and then there's this plucky couple. That they're astrom- astronomers and together, yeah, and uh, and this that this is this part was like okay, whatever. I mean, they were very um, some of these movies back then. People were a lot more touchy and talky than they are now. And they wore suits a lot. Yeah, they wore suits, and they like they would touch each other. Yeah, like and you're like, why are you doing that? That looks odd and weird to a modern person. Like, yeah. like eh, okay, but whatever. So they're looking for the comet, and they can't harumph. I can't find it, and they're all everyone's smoking. Chain smoking from from sure, start course, to finish. Of course, yeah. Uh, and then the plucky gal, who's the girlfriend of the astronomer guy, is like, "Oh, there it is! Ha <laughs> ha! Okay, we found it! Yay!" And then he's like, writes the professor writes to all these people, and they keep rejecting it. So he can, they're the only ones that can see it. So they're trying to say like it's over, it's only over Mexico City because that's where he's exacting his revenge sure, kind of thing. Yeah, you yeah. know, you're going to pull your comet over, make a quick stop. Hold on, I gotta, I'll be right back. Yeah. You know, they flashes hey, down Bato, there. let's go down <laughs> to Mexico, man. Yeah. Let's go make a pit stop, man. Yeah, you know, they're going to stop, get their uh, get their car, tuck and rolled real cheap. Yeah, you yeah, know, the, yeah. Their upholstery is going to get sure. done real cheap in Mexico sure, while they yeah. exact revenge. Exactly, you know? yeah. And then go. And then pick up some Tide Stick. And, hey, man. Yeah. Hey, bro. So, if, to catch you up, we had an alien that came to get his space freak on. He got busted. He got murdered. He's exacting revenge. Now he's back three years later. So yeah. then, so then, like, the the comet actually, like, lands down gingerly. Yeah. Like, on in Mexico, while I think the professor or somebody goes out, or somebody goes... No, the, the professor stays, the girl, the, the two go, they're like, oh, well, there must have been an offshoot, let's go find and it. And some other guy goes out there, too, I forgot who it was. Remember oh, that's just some random dude driving some around. Some random dude driving around, goes and looks at the comet. He's like, like, huh, 
a big giant block of something just sat down on the earth. Let me go take a look at that. Sure, why not? And then, you know, the Baron comes out, and he, uh, does he come out with his, like, funky head, or does he come out normal after that? No, he that? came out, like, alien style. He's he came all, out like, alien style. he's weird looking. And he turn, he can be he can do his, he has a, he has the invisibility thing too which he uses <laughs> yeah, that as whatever. random you know, you know? Right. So along random. one of his many tools of you know the trade of a brainiac <laughs> exactly and he's like I'm coming back for revenge and he's like why would you exact revenge well I'll tell you why. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. So he he comes he lands on Earth he comes out of there and the guy finds him you know the random dude finds him. And the Baron, like, you know, comes out and he, like, takes his clothes, but leaves the dude laying there in his underwear. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. So the the, the, the Brainiac, I guess, doesn't wear underwear. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh-huh. He just, he just takes the suit, leaves the guy laying in his underwear, and he goes out to exact his revenge. And, like, the plucky doctor and his he's girlfriend... Go, he, yeah, he goes commando. That's what he does. Yeah, he goes and he finds the guy and he goes, wow, what's happened here? You know, he's all, like... Was the guy charred or burned, or was he just laying there like... No, he was just laying there like nothing. Like just, nothing, Just totally yeah. normal, like, okay. He just took his body and then... Which was, didn't make sense, but he was like, I don't know, whatever, you know. Yeah, was, well, you know, within the world of the Brainiac, it makes sense, but in, you know, in the other world, in our world, which absolutely <laughs> makes no sense, it yeah. doesn't. Well, it's like, you ter- know? I guess it's kind of like a Terminator logic, because in Terminator yes, 2, exactly. when the liquid metal guy assimilated somebody, he killed them. But he didn't take their body. He just he took their DNA and then he became them. So, so so it Terminator was, logic. So the, the you know the Baron now takes on human form and what yeah. does he do first? Of course he goes to a bar to pick up chicks. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, because he's kind of hungry. <laughs> you know. Yeah, needs a drink or two. You know, he invisibly shows up and people are like, hey, where do you come from? Yeah, you know, know? he's just invisible. He just like kind of goes ring right next to some hussy, some floozy. There. Yeah, who's who's there to turn some tricks and make some money or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she was a hooker. I think she was just like a bar fly. She was a bar fly. Yeah, yeah. she was like looking for uh, you know whatever. So he's like looking for love in all the wrong places. Yeah, yeah. Looking or, for love. Or, or Wook and Penub. <laughs> Wook and Penub in all the bum places. Yeah. So he like you know he the Baron puts the moves on her and she's like uh, you know she's falling for it but then she like turns away because she's like he says she tries to give him a kiss and he's like doesn't like you yeah. know doesn't well, he does, back he does kiss her does he yeah but then he like but then he turns around and he's like oh but wait there's more Blah, I'm a yeah. I'm a I'm the fly or whatever with yeah. a big weird lizard tongue so then he like she turns around and she's like she's leaving and all of a sudden she goes yeah you know wait maybe I won't leave and then he turns into the brainiac with a <laughs> throbbing pulsating head and he's huge tongue and he yep. sucks her brains yeah. out now this is he he changes the brainiac kind of changed a few times in this yeah. movie where like at some points it was less articulated yeah and some parts it wasn't some points the the pincers he had worked usually Sometimes they didn't did. yeah you know the, the shots they could get they got and then, and then the shots sure. they couldn't get they just that's fine let's move on you know throw a harder shadow on him and let's keep going yeah, I, mean, you know? I mean the tongue was a mess but you know oh, yeah so i mean most tongues are a mess anyway you know this one was particularly you know. i'm pretty sure at one point they did like the plan nine from outer space where the the victim actually helped the tongue to where it was supposed yeah, to be right, like oh, octopus, oh help yeah. and, and, and lifted it to the yeah, back don't of their head suck my brain you know it's like yeah through here you know. So after he's done with her, he goes out and he like hooks up with a ho- with a hooker. Yeah. A lot of foreshadowing to our next hooker, movie. Yeah. And he does a number on her too, I think. And yeah, uh, he kills everyone. He kills like, everybody. At some point, you think he's gonna like take on 
either a love interest or or a sidekick, but he doesn't. He just kills everyone. And yeah. Then he, it, so the, he goes to the the house, this castle, and um, and then he has it kind. Of, this moves kind of quickly because yeah. he kills a few people. He establishes himself. He finds the Hall of Records. He just he finds these descendants. Yeah. And then he kills them, burns that to the ground, and then he has this grand ball. And that's where he's gonna. He invites everyone he's supposed to kill. So it's all one nice. And that's when they walk in, and all of a sudden they freeze for him, and they show the ancestors had. That was a goofball move. It was kind of weird because you're like, oh, don't. We get it. We know. It's like a woman shows up, and all of a sudden the guy's head. I know. Oh yeah. Like oh my god. One, I don't remember that first scene, so just keep moving. And two, (laughs) and two, we get it. They're the ancestors. Just kill them. But that's right. Because in that scene when they had masks on, they did do the. They did show you their real faces. Yeah. They can go back to this part and go like, hey, remember them with the mask? Well, look, here's their face because they're going to be showing. You remember that effect we learned how to do the first time? Well, we're doing it again because it's kind of cool. Because we learned it. (laughs) I learned it. I'm using it. Yeah, we're going to use it as much as we can. So, so yeah, he starts wasting everybody, including like, the, 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 my favorite scene was the one where like the professor where he's like talking about like, you know, the uh, Herman Robles with his daughter shows up. And oh, he's, dude, my prized possession. My prized possession. I care about, you know. Um, like when the daughter shows up and then when the, like the brainiac hypnotizes him, that expression on his face, where, 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 which we'll like put on our blog. Oh hopefully. yeah, yeah. That was like the funniest thing I, I ever saw in my life. He's like, <laughs> I'm hypnotized, and his eyes are like bugging out, like I don't like a Stooges style or yeah. whatever, you know. And that's it to, to 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 accentuate his revenge. He if somebody cared about somebody, like the professor loved his daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made him watch as he sucked her brains out, then yeah, he killed right. him. Yeah, right. So it was kind of sadistic. Yeah, he was he was pretty well, rough. Yeah, he was a smarky. Uh, and then time. and there was at some point two. You get the two bumbling cops. Two too, cops so. show up. One tried to be sidekick relief, uh, comic relief, but yeah. was missing pretty badly. He wasn't very funny. Yeah, yeah. He was trying to be like not a little Abner. I don't know how what to say. Like a like a like a tin tan or cantiflas, some Mexican comedian from the yeah. 60s. And he was like trying to be really snappy and funny, but it was missing. But anyway, yeah, who cares? But, you know. So I mean, like long story short, then he he go he he kills almost everyone except now it's down to the two. The two that invite him to a wedding, the guy, the plucky yeah. professor and his plucky daughter and all that, yeah. they're getting married. And they go, we want you to come to our wedding. Mm-hmm. So it turns out that she's the last ancestor. That's left. And and he's the ancestor of the guy that helped him. Yeah, he's, so he's cool. But he still murdered him, which I'm like, well, yeah, wait. Yeah, that's right, he did. He it's did. like, wait a minute, he was on your side. What are you talking about? Yeah, you're just killing everybody. You're, you're getting no, cre- no buyback credit, but you're being a dick about everything. Well, yeah. that's that's sad. So like so like he's at at the very end of the movie he's getting ready to like he's at their house and he invites them over after the wedding or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, they know. didn't. She, he just showed up and she's freaking out like, "What are you doing here?" Oh yeah, here? that's right. That's right. And yeah. He's like, oh, "I'm coming to do things to you," and she's like, "I don't like you," you know. Yeah. Uh, and then she's banging on the door for her newly newlywed husband, and he opened the door and he's hung upside down and killed, murdered right, in the in right. the tub. Yeah, that and was like, weird. What? Say what? Say what? Yeah, so he's ready to like, fr- he's like ready to kill her, and then like, I, th- her, I think wasn't her boyfriend still alive? Did he killed? She killed. She, he killed, he killed her. Killed that was the guy in the tub. That was the guy upside down. Yeah, I forgot. I thought he was there at the end, but maybe you're right. So yeah. she's going to kill him, and then all of a sudden, you know, cops like, just bash him in cops the head. Cops in with with flamethrowers. Oh, flamethrowers! They had like those 1930s flamethrowers. Yeah, that, yeah, Like yeah. are bigger than a 57 Cadillac. Like they're like, oh yeah. And they burn him. And they burn him. The end. It smashes. It's it's like smash cut. The end. Yeah, yeah. You're like, wait, uh, 
Oh well, bye. Thanks for everything. Oh, that long <laughs> shot with music of her holding anybody now. Nah, it's yeah, just the end. Yep, you know? It's weird. It's just as well. And uh, oh, we did say one thing we did forget is he was keeping their brains in this like in like a oh yeah in, like well, a whenever he got the serving urge, dish. Whenever he got the urge, but like when he was when they, everybody was at the party when he was uh, eyeballing everybody to kill him, Shoot. all of a sudden he got like a little peckish. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm a little hungry. I'm gonna go eat some brain. It looked like flan. Yeah, it did look like little balls brain of flan. And, and, yeah. and, and then he like he would take a little like a, one of those little tiny um yeah. tiny little spoons, but it was, and he'd put it onto like a little tiny serving tray. And he'd eat a little bit of it, but he'd like look around and he'd open the chest and he'd look around and he'd take a little piece of brain and he'd look around and he'd eat it and you'd be like, oh my god, would you stop? Just eat yeah, it. yeah, and there was a couple of brain jokes in there where they went. <laughs> the cops went to some restaurant. And they they were serving them brain delicacies, and they were like, "Oh, I don't think I want this." Yeah, yeah exactly. Wah, wah, wah. It was pretty gross. And, yeah. And then it was in the end, and then they came back, and then the, the the detective was like, "Huh?" And this was all because of the Spanish Inquisition, eh? That was forced, but I'll take it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. We just had to get another one. <laughs> Got to make my quota of five. Got to make your quota. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it's like. Uh, but it was like I said before. I was maybe I sound a little little bit gushing about this movie, but it was a very funny movie. And it's it was, a silly, funny movie. It's got a monster in it. You know, it's only seventy five minutes. Decent monster for the time. Tight, short story. I don't need any exposition. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. there was enough about what who these people were that you that you got it. And that's it. You, you know. got horror. You got unintentional laughs. You got 60s. You, you got know. hookers. You know. You got really surreal. Like, this this style of monster would never have been thought of in an American movie. Weird. Weird this looking. only is, you know, only from the mind. Japan or yeah. Mexico. For the men, for the people that gave you <laughs> Santo and all those cool things. Yeah. Because there's just kind of a hodgepodge of other kind of monsters, you know. Th- these movies were, were made in Mexico, but they were imported to the U.S. by a guy. We talked about him before, the guy from the wrestling uh, women we call K. Gordon Murray, who was based out of Miami, who mm. bought these rights to these movies, and he had them dubbed in Miami. By, this one was by Paul Nagel, who was a professor at the University of Miami. The dialogue's kind of stilted because, of course, they had to kind of felt, you know, fit the, Make it the voice or whatever, yeah. you know. But it works in its own funny way. The movie's yeah. surreal, unintentionally funny, but it it is what a B movie should be. It's all about know? it. I mean, man. it's it's it, it's it's a it's no a, nudging or winking, no no no, no, no. self awareness of it. It just was. No, nuts. it was nuts. It was craziness. And it, yeah. But I really liked the story. I really yeah. thought it was a it was an it was a very it was interesting enough. That I never was like doubted anyone's reason for being in the frame. Exactly. You know, yeah. and that's sometimes things are interjected or made to be there, and and it's just a deliberate like pandering or they're trying to or a panda is there. I don't know why a panda would be there. And then they try to do one thing or another, and you're like, just get out of here. That's not even a realistic. Everyone was supposed to be there. Everyone was realistic. It was very funny. Yeah. Good. It's a good movie. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I'm going with like an eight on this one. Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna give it a nine just because it's a childhood favorite, but it really is an eight. But yeah. I'll give it a nine. Oh, it's good. Well, either one. Because it's a classic cheese ball movie. If you want to pick a cheese ball movie, if you want to have a movie night with beers or whatever. Oh yeah, all day. The brainiac all like. This that. is the one that you should watch as you're ramping up the beer because yeah, if you're too intake, drunk, you're gonna yeah. be like, what the hell am I watching? It might break your brain. Yeah, man. exactly. Yeah. All right, trailer break, and then when we come back, it's on to Frankenhooker. Crack. Yep. <laughs> You speak Japanese? A little. Well, you might be a cunning linguist, but I'm a master debater. (laughs) 
Somebody told the black man he wasn't a slave anymore. Somebody told the Indian this land was his. Somebody lied. Somebody is going to pay. Charlie One-Eye, if the red man doesn't get you, (laughs) the black man will. Paramount Pictures presents Charlie One-Eye, starring Richard Roundtree, your man from Shaft, and Roy Finnis, in color, rated R. Killing season has opened in the naked city. Roger Moore and Stacy Keach are the hunters in Street People. They're the perfect team. One is polished, polite, and persuasive. You want to bet I can get to you before you can get to the gun? The other is cool, capable, and crazy. One has a way with words. First we ask questions, then we drown him. The other has a way with wheels. Hold on, baby. Daddy's going to take you on a cosmic ride. They both have a way with women. Well, everybody's got to have a hobby. When they get together, everything starts coming apart. Roger Moore and Stacy Keach in Street People. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. I've got my pistol point cocked, ready to lay shots non-stop until I see your monkey ass drop. And let your homies know who done it. In 1931, the world was horrified by the motion picture Frankenstein. In 1935, horror turned to terror with the bride of Frankenstein. In 1990, the makers of Basket Case and Brain Damage bring you... Frankenhooker. Jeffrey Franken has a plan. I just want to bring him back. He has the ingenuity. I need female body parts. He has everything he needs, except the raw materials. Just hold still. Excellent. Oh, my God. Bunyan! Wow! Jeffrey's creation is alive. Look at some action. Oh, yeah. He's sexy. On a date, you're going out? I'm on my way home, but uh, thanks anyway. I, uh... And she's sutured to please. Listen, I'm looking for a very tall, attractive woman. She's purple. She's got fresh bars on her. She's in the bar! Now, a motion picture like no other. Ah! A tender story of love and romance. On a date! A gripping tale of lust and revenge. Frank and Hooker. Some assembly may be required. So, uh, you an artist or something? Uh, yeah. You do paintings or? Yeah, paintings. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. What do you paint mostly? I don't know, just people and fruit and shit. All right, as promised, and as alluded to by that wonderful oh, yeah. trailer, thank you, Dr. Morbius, for sending that to me. Um, Frankenhooker. From 1990. 1990. Now, I had never seen this. I'd heard of it. It's like, there's some movies, even if you don't see them, you've heard of them. You know, uh, yeah. what, Happy Hooker Goes to Washington, yeah, or whatever that one. It's like, there's some that are just kind of iconic, you know. And this is always one that kind of made pop culture or cult movie lexicon, but... I just had never seen it. You know, this movie was probably around when you were going to video stores. I'm it was. You, oh, you never, you never rented it. Uh, just never had it. Never got it. Yeah. yeah, it was one of those. I was like, this is probably too stupid. 
Yeah. Now, I did take home Surf Nazis Must Die, so I don't know how this one didn't make, one make the cut. Yeah, yeah, it's in the same you know, ballpark. Well, this one's better than that movie. It's a better movie. It's a better made movie. Yeah. That one really sucked, kind of. I never saw it, because I think it's a trauma movie. It is, so. it was, and it was like, aww. Yeah, 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 this isn't a trauma movie, but it's like... The 90s were an interesting time. Um, this is late, late. This is early 90s, so like this is late 90s. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that new. I thought this was... Like, yeah. I thought this was actually early 80s, late 70s, but I guess it would have to be, from some of the stuff we saw, it had to be the 90s. This isn't as gross, but you ever see Reanimator? Yeah. See, that's yeah. like, kind of like the same thing. Reanimator was earlier, I think, than this, but they're kind of like horror similar. comedies, but they were like yeah. similar. That was a lot grosser than this one. Yeah, though, it was. But, yeah, that was a kind of a rough movie. It Reanimate, was a rough movie, but yeah. it cracked me up the same way. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, but uh, this is, uh, God, this is like, the director basically came up with the improv this movie. I was reading about it. He, Hennelotter, Frank Hennelotter was like pitching another movie and it wasn't going well, so he's going, well, I got another idea. It's a, and he just pitched this movie. And it's like, yeah. He's like, oh, like John Lovitz. Yeah, I got this other movie. Yeah, you know, it's like The Brain That Wouldn't Die and Frankenstein <laughs> and, uh, you know, all these other movies put together. Yeah, see, you know, and the guy goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they improv their way into this bizarro movie that's kind of like, it's kind of like wrong on many levels, which is what oh, makes yeah. it right, you know what so I mean? Fun. Stereotypes and all hookers and nasty New York and punk and yep. this is one Puerto Ricans, you yeah. name it. You, know? you should watch, this is one that you could probably watch numerous times because I can tell from the set design that there's a lot of little stuff in there yeah, yeah, yeah. that if you watch it and pay attention to it, you'd be like, oh my God, that's so well, funny. Well, yeah, the weatherman know? is Zachary, a horror host, classic horror host. I knew that. Like You could tell he was a horror host. Just that the that other like, show is a takeoff on the Morton Downey show. Remember Morton Downey oh, show? Yeah, He's yeah. doing like a more, so it's very early 90s you know, oh. take off or whatever. As soon as that came on, I was like, oh, remember that jerk? God, thank God that went away. Yeah, the big mouth. Morton yeah. Downey Jr. There was oh. a few guys like that. There was another guy before called Wally George that used to do the same thing. It was like they they just, it's like the Judge Judy show or like those judge and, shows now. Or like, no, it was the prototype for Jerry Springer. Antagonistic and just. It was just, a prototype of Springer, yep. yeah. But it was in the early days, but it was funnier though. Yeah. You know, a little more like professional wrestling kind of, you know. <laughs> Oh, as a matter of fact, this is uh, this is a side note. It, I, you'd have to watch it. I wanted you'll get you get this channel on Bright House. It's one thirty four. It's called YouTube America. On Saturday nights at ten, they play this horror host movie with this one movie, a woman. Oh god, I can't think of her name around. But afterwards, they play this cheese bag wrestling call, wrestling from Hollywood, you know, California, and it's total cheese bag crap wrestling. Is it wrestling. like eighties or seventies or no? New? It's new, but new? it really oh. looks like it was from the seventies. <laughs> yeah, like it's all the. You got to watch this garbage because this is like oh, really no. trashy and bad. And if you're drunk off your ass you make it some laughs out of that's it funny. i watched a little yeah. bit of it It was kind of funny but uh yeah cool yeah so mm. at any rate yeah so anyway frank and hooker yeah now there was there was there was some aspects i didn't care for so much um who was the who's the star of frank and hooker what's this guy what what was he in i didn't look james lorenz he's been in a lot of things he I, actually cracked me up. i know him from something but i don't it, yeah, it was funny because he, he did a lot of talking to himself. He had that New York, that Jersey. Yeah. He, he looked like some kind of rat packy guy, but he had this Jersey voice that cracked me yeah. up. You know, he was like, hey, yo, how you doing? Yeah. You know? it, it, it got the, the inner the inner monologue that was being expressed yeah, yeah, got yeah, a little yeah. old. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, and yeah. Like that was the only thing where he was constantly, he was basically what you're watching. And he was always doing that. Oh, I don't know what you know. Maybe I can fix this. I, I'll just put a knee, a joint in this knee, and things and stuff. Like it was yeah. the whole movie is him talking, 
like to himself because no one else is there except for he's explaining a lot. He of what's explains going a lot, on. and it worked, but it did get a bit tedious at points where you're like, "Look, man, shut up." I, I got it, but that's just me personally. I mean, yeah. it, was, it wasn't it wasn't horrible. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't that I hated it. It was just one of those things where like. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. He cracked okay, me, crack me up. I have no problems with that. When, yeah. he's a, when he couldn't think, and he would stick a freaking drill in his head. You know, it was like, where did that come from? You such know? an odd, odd thing. And but but again, this is an homage to other movies yeah. too. So you know, the brain. Even even at the end, when you know what happens at the end when when Zorro shows up and he gets killed. Remember the movie that we did, Track of the Vampire? Yeah. They took that from Track of the Vampire. Oh, you know? So that was kind of gross. Yeah, but it was those 80s par- gross. Those parts that were coming yeah, out at him. Yeah, it was 80s gross. It wasn't oh. like cool gross. It was kind of like 80s. No, it was weird. It was weird. So but anyway. Let's get to the movie. Um, yeah. it, you're, 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 there's a guy that tinkers with stuff, and he ha- he's playing with a brain trying to get it to look at him, and for some reason the brain has one eye rather than two. That just looks like the brain from Planet Eros. Yeah, and, and so he's trying to make it listen to his commands while they're doing this, while him and his fiance or girlfriend are having a... A birthday party, birthday party for, for her dad. dad. Yeah. So his his future father-in-law. And it's very um, Italian-American, New Jersey, New York, yeah. 80s. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll explain it that way. And if you know what that means, then you know what that if means. The, if you're from Jersey, you know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so they're, they're doing it all up. And then she's like, look, daddy, look what... Uh, I forget what his name is. Jake? Oh, Jeffrey. Look what Jeffrey, Jeffrey Frank. Look what Jeffrey made for you. He we, there's this gigantic one of those um open front lawnmowers that looks like a shredder, a thresher, or whatever. And With the remote and she, control. And she's like, look, and he made a remote control, so now you don't have to walk behind it. Yeah. And she's showing him the buttons as it's firing up behind her, and he's like, don't stand in front of it. Don't, don't. Get out, yeah. Hey, get out of the way. Don't yeah. stand in front of it. Get out of the way. And crunch. Yes, the, the unfortunate lawnmower accident. You know, yep. where parts are flying all so, over the oh, place. Oh, so weird. And uh, so she's dead, and then the cops are like, we never found the head or the foot or yeah, a toe like, he had a couple pieces he stole and then it's funny because they cut to the tv where the police are like and seeing the cops like trying to count the parts you know <laughs> oh, so like and crazy. then they, and their lady's talking to the to the one guy and to the, the inspector he goes it's like a jigsaw puzzle you know it's like okay you know but we're missing the head and a few parts or whatever that they can't find and so you know she's kind of dead but he's like a mad doctor kind of guy ex-med student or whatever and he's got his mom coming in, you know, trying to console him or whatever. But he's a lunatic. Yeah. So he's like, you know, he's he, he's like, yeah, mom, okay, mom, yeah, I'll, I'll be careful, mom, blah. So he goes back to his, like, garage where he's got, like, you know, his Frankenstein laboratory there. But he's also he's got, like, set up some kind of a dinner table. And he pulls, like, you know... Uh, uh, her Elizabeth, yeah. her <laughs> Elizabeth Shelley, you know, her head out of there. It's so and he's like, <laughs> he's like, let's have a dinner together. Let's yeah, well, first he's mapping out all these things. And th- yeah, right. Like, this is like a, this goes on a little bit too long, Reese. Yeah. They're showing him, he's like, how he's going to build this body. And then he's like, oh, the mom's like, oh, don't be out there so long this tonight. He's like, don't worry, mom. And he goes out and then he, sit, he pulls out the head and it's like, it's not even an attempt to fake it. It's a dummy head. It's a dummy head, yeah. But he's like, oh, sweetheart, don't you like the manicotti? Or, or no, he's eating he pizza. He gives her wine. <laughs> he's giving her wine. And it goes and right it runs her. right all over the table. But that kind of stuff is what is on yeah, a lot of stuff. Top, it's yeah. funny, and it's a, a lot of that stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's over-the-top stuff or whatever. So he's he's got a plan to bring her back, but he doesn't know how to get 
the parts to build her or whatever. He's like, should I go to like, there's some stewardesses thing going on here. Should I go there or whatever? And then he finally gets a bright idea to well, go who, to who the other sells, side of the track. Who sells their body? You know, exactly. oh, I'll just go buy hookers. So he goes over to like the bad side of town in his beater car. You know? <laughs> yeah. And he's got his suit on and all this. So he's hey, Jersey like, boy, you want hey, a good Jersey time? Hey, Jersey boy. So he's like, he finds this like, you know, hooker who all the all the main hookers there, not all of them, but a few of them were all playmates too, as well as yeah. Patty Mullen, who was Frankenhooker, was a Playboy play penthouse play uh, playmate of the year or whatever, pet of the year, I think they called him yeah. or whatever. So like they they go up to Jersey boy, hey Jersey boy, what do you want? He goes like, well, I'm trying to get together a party for my brother and I want a bunch of girls and they're like, well, you got any money, Jersey boy? And he pulls out like a wad of cash, and she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> he goes, "Well, before uh, we can get all the girls for you, we got to talk to you know Zoro or John or whatever." Yeah, they're all tattooed with a Z. And on they their all got a Z on their arm, so it's like, yeah. Nowadays they'd have tattoos of a lot of other things, but back then they just had Zoro's tattoo yeah. on them or whatever. So they go and take him to this freaking nasty ass dive where Zoro's at, where the he's flop like, house. To, uh, where he's oh like, no no no! This is before this is the this is the bar. This That's is right. the bar. Yeah yeah yeah. Right. They go. They go to the they go to the bar and then they end up like end I guess they end up at a flop house or whatever. Yeah, well they go into this bar and then they had to go into the um they go through the bar and into the bathroom where Zoro conducts his business and there's yeah, right, people right. having sex in the bat in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like doing crack he's like selling crack. Crack, yeah, he's doing everything. And and this and, and that's where he's like, What is this stuff? And he's like, Oh, so he gets after he says he wants to buy all of his win- women for a night. Yeah. He also says, "Let me buy a bag of these things, or throw in a bag of this." Because the chicks love it. Because you know? the chicks love it. So he he sets up a time where he's going to meet all these hookers to find out which parts would be best for his girlfriend. Yeah. So he's going to do he's going to build a woman and then put her head on it, and then Shazam. And then he build and then he makes a super crack. Yeah, he takes the crack and like condenses it into super crack. And he tries it on these stupid mice and they die. Yeah, right. Oh, but he's like, oh, well, we'll have to be careful with it. So he puts it in his bag anyway. Yeah. You know. So he's got the hookers over at now, a room. Now they go to a flop house, cause, and he's he's like, oh well, Zoro says you can only have us for like an hour or half hour or something like that, or or no, he, whatever. He says like a certain amount of time. I yeah, don't remember. Yeah, yeah. So he's like taking measurements and <laughs> like putting a check mark on which is the perfect like pieces. Like a butt cheek or whatever, you know. <laughs> so then, but then they find the crack, the super crack. And yeah, they, they want to get paid, so they're going through his bag and they go, "Hey, what's this?" And they're all they'll get hysterical. Give us the crack pipe. Trend. Where's our pipes and everything like that? Like yeah, it yeah. was so derogatory. You know, crack like, was a new thing back yeah, then. Huh. So you know, now it's like standard yeah. <laughs> procedure. But back then it was a new, the new thing <laughs> oh. that the kid, that the crazy kids were doing. So yeah. So like yeah, so they like do the crack and they're like going nuts and he's like no don't do it don't don't do it don't go and they're like yeah give me more give me more you know, and they all like blowing up they start blowing up and you're like wait what like it's so funny and then the guy the 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 the, the Zorro is mad because his women aren't out making money for him so he kicks the door and and one of them blows up and the head hits him and knocks him <laughs> out yeah. and, and and so then. This guy gets up and he starts just picking up all these bags <laughs> of the pieces and he just throws them off the onto his car and drives away. So he has all these hooker well, parts. And then when he gets back, he's like checking them to see like which know. ones was which. And there's like a garbage can full of legs and there's a table full of boobs. Like my favorite part was he grabs one boob and he grabs another one. No, this is this is like Mutt and Jeff. No, <laughs> and then he finds the right ones. He goes oh, okay. 
And then when he's when he's putting the parts together, he's like gluing them together with some kind of a glue. Or oh something yeah, like, like it's that. just like this purple paste. This purple paste. And he slaps them together. It's so funny. You and know. And then he's like slaps them together, and then he does a Frankenstein where the because well oh I'm sorry yeah, to interrupt yeah, yeah, you, but yeah, yeah. what happened was the the weatherman gave a timetable. That's right. Yeah. Exactly, the reason this was exactly. all sped up was because there's this huge electrical storm coming this day. Yeah. Like so it was in two days. So he had that's why he was rushing to get all this stuff together. And then he got, that's when he got it. So he got it completed. The electrical storm yeah. started, and it hits. And it also hits the 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 cooler where he kept all the extra yeah, parts. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, so. that's right. Yeah. So he's like, so the electrical storm comes up, and he does a Frankenstein bit where the roof opens, and you know the 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 body goes up into the into the you know the air, and you know the 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 which the lightning hits it, and it gets all electric and whatever, and finally it comes down and. He opens it, you know, he, he opens it and boom, there's like Frankenhooker. Yeah. You know, his girlfriend's head and all the different body parts, different color shades and pieces <laughs> put together. And he's like, oh, Elizabeth, you came back. Oh, oh my I love God. you, baby. I love You're you so much. You're going to get married. And she's like this ditzy super hooker, you know, where she's yeah. like, hey, want a date? Hey, Zora says it. we get out of here in 30 minutes. She's like, she's mimicking like a parrot everything the other hookers were saying. Yeah, so it's not Elizabeth, it's the hookers. And then you're like, oh my God. And she's like totally nuts. So she knocks them down. She's like super powered. She comes out and she does these like re ridiculous, hilarious Frankenstein faces that <laughs> Karloff would have done in the first movie. But she over the top does them. And you're like, oh, this is this is great. She was great in this movie. She gets on the subway and she's like growling at people and they're freaking out. And he's whatever. like looking for a crack and you want a date she kept on saying that and then she goes over to one kid who's sitting there and he puts this bag over his lap because she has gigantic pointy nipples right, yeah, right. and he's like he has an erection because of her yeah she's yeah like, right, right want a date so she's running around she finally gets to, she finally is running around town she goes want a date want a date and finds some old guy who I've seen him before I think he actually did like dirty movies back in the day yeah, he's like something. he falls for her and she takes him up to like you know the room the and, same room yeah, yeah. And she gets and she gets on him, and then then another, we find out what else happens when she goes to kiss him or whatever, which hookers really don't do, you know. She freaking she's she's electrical, so she electrocutes him, and his head blows. Well, she's up. having sex with him too, so he's yeah, getting yeah, shocked yeah. by oh, yeah, she's getting by, shocked by both ha having sex, and then she kisses him, and they blow up, you know. Yeah, right. So like she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it takes his money. Oh, it's so funny. She walked out, and then she turned around, and went back, and took her took his wallet, took, like, the, took the money out of it, whatever, and left. Yeah. I was like, they really played up the hooker part. Funny. Oh, yeah, that was funny. And, uh, Cause she's like a hooker, but she's walking like Frankenstein. She's got the big, like, you know, yeah. boots and all this crap and the purple suit and all that stuff. So, oh, so, so she starts looking for, like, Zorro, right? Yeah, because uh, well, I mean, he's, like, at the bar and goes, like, oh, all your hookers are gone. You're not even a pimp anymore. That's all. You're leaving, losing all your street cred. Then that's what the one guy is saying to him. Yeah, and then, buddy, th then yeah. she then she walks in and the buddy of Zorro goes, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this lady my girl. So he's like, he takes her to a table and then he's like, he's going to the table. Yeah. And to, and he and at the, in the meantime, Zorro sees the Zorro tattoo on one of the pieces. And she's talking just like his women. You yeah. Know? So he makes, puts two and two. Yeah. She the other guy gets electrocuted doing. Because he's like yeah he's something. doing cunnilingus down there yeah, and, and yeah. it gets fried by uh because of. Yeah, but yeah, stuff, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> Weird. So, so she, he's like, hey, she, he goes and grabs her, and she like knocks him down, and she's, and he's like, goes, comes back and punches her and knocks her head off. It goes know, straight backwards. It goes straight backwards, and and in the meantime, uh, Jeffrey's looking for her, 
Yeah, yeah, because he's like, where do you see a purple girl? Yeah, he's running around town looking. You see a purple girl with like boots and you know, no, no. no. And then finally, some the end is near guy. One of those guys was the end of near. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, she's in the bar, and then he's like, <laughs> then he comes out with her after he he gets her. He kind of tries to put her head back on and puts her in the car, and he keeps going. I told you she was in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was like those little like little things that you're like, wow, you're out of control. It was really funny. That guy was he reminded me of. Uh, Tom Thomerson. Oh yeah, Tim, Tim Thomerson. Tom, I did look like Tim Thomerson. I, I wish it would have been Tim Thomerson, but it wasn't. Uh, but it was. It's just funny, you know. So he grabs her, he takes her back, and then Zorro like gets up and he figures Taxi. that. Yeah. He figures that like he sees him taking off, and he figures, hey, that's my girl, you know, and that's like you know, pr- that's like a Jersey my property, boy. Yeah. So he like follows him back, and then like he, you know, Jeffrey takes her back. He like shows, puts her head back on with clamps like Frankenstein. Before yeah. they were just soda. Now it's like Frankenstein. He clamps, yeah. and he brings her back to life. And then she's back to like where she was now before it's her. Elizabeth. Yeah, now know? it's Elizabeth, and she kind of freaks out. What are you doing? What did you do to me? And he's like, Well, he he says some dumb lines, you know, which yeah, of course, come back to haunt him. You know, he's like, Oh, I made you better, and this is I, I this is all I could work with. Blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Zorro comes in. He he like. I forget how this works. Well, no, I know exactly why. Zorro okay, comes in quietly because nobody sees him, and Jeffrey's talking to her, and all of a Zorro grabs oh, he, like a, a, a knife and he just slices he Jeffrey's head off. Head, Jeffrey's head off. That's right. I, I was like, did he hit him with a pipe or I forget? Yeah, what he just did, but slaps his head off. His flows, and then he's getting ready to kill, like uh, getting go after uh, you know Frankenhooker, you know Elizabeth. So while that's happening, what you alluded to before, like the the buddy of the parts in the in the cooler that got zapped, like in Track of the Vampire, the parts all of a sudden break out when he's going to kill Elizabeth, and they come out, they're all like embedded together. Oh, it's so gross! It's so weird. It looked like the thing. Remember uh, yes, the did, uh, yeah. parts of the thing from the um, uh, yeah, the John, John Carpenter, Carpenter movie, thing, yeah. you know. You're like, oh, it's so, pretty so, rough. So they get him and they like take him, they tear him apart. And they they take drag him, him in, drag him back into, into the, the cooler. cooler. It's so gross. Meanwhile, she's like, you know, Frankenhooker, Elizabeth goes, you know, Jeffrey, what happened? And his head's just laying there and all of a sudden it like fades. And then when it comes back, you see her face and she's got like a doctor. Same thing he saying, always wore. And, you know, one thing that was alluded to before was that all he, the only way, the only people he could fix up was women because he was working with estrogen because he was trying to bring yeah. back his girlfriend. So he's like waking up and you see him from the head up and she's like, Jeffrey, wake up. He says, Elizabeth, what's going on? He goes, I, I put you back together again. And he's like, this is like a, this is like a bad shaggy dog story joke. And he goes like, what? She, he, she goes, yeah, but I only had these parts to work with and her pants down. She brought them back. As with the women parts, and he's like, "What?" And he goes, "Where's my Johnson?" <laughs> and he's looking down, and he's like, "You know, all these women body parts that she got back." He's, "But honey, we can get married now. You're still alive, you know." And it's like the end, you know. Yeah. It just kind of ends like that. It, it's a funny movie. It's funny, really cheeseball, really goofy. Yeah, you know, it's a funny um, movie. Yeah, but yeah, it, it worked. And it's wrong. It's funny. It's like it makes it's like makes jokes about you know New York and about B movies and all that. Everybody was pretty good, and the performers were all good in the movie. Yeah, you know? why not? You know? Sadly, Patty Mullen. This was the only mother movie she ever did. I guess she's retired after this. Apparently, oh. I was reading her bio. She lives in Florida. She has kids now, but. She's never done anything. But it's said something she was doing in production now. But she only did two movies. Wow. One before. We're in Florida. We should try and look her yeah, up. Yeah, we should. It'd be great to interview her. The Blu-ray has an interview with her. I'd like to find the Blu-ray of it. It's pro- the interview is probably on YouTube, yeah. more than likely. But uh, 
but yeah this is a, I hadn't seen it in a long time I rented it back in the day I thought it was funny but it really holds up as a good relic of the time and it's a good social commentary and it's a movie that's wrong on a lot of levels and yeah. back then you could do that kind of crap it's fun and get time. away with it and it was it reminds you of the early video days yeah it does you know when video was really in its peak you know this is the kind of prime. just like drive-ins had their own certain yeah. style or way they talked and worked video store was a video drive-in. store had their own language and their own way of grabbing people it's kind of like red box is the drive-in of today or something yeah. it was video stores before and before that it was a drive-in they had they that. always they had to make sure that the that the sleeve of the vhs was Grabbed something you. that you stopped and looked at because it had to be weird or and this yeah you know. and this one had the picture of her and you pushed a button on it and it said want a date want a date oh, you know it was one awesome. of those gimmicky things and it did really well so you know the director did a couple of movies before this that did well a uh, brain dead and uh and brain damage, but this was my. F- I didn't see. I saw a little bit of a, of a, of a, a basket case. I'm sorry, basket case. I saw a little bit of that, but I liked this one because it was more of a comedy. It was yeah. a lot more over the top, and it holds up well. It's a good. Again, these both these movies. If you're having like a B movie night, these are uh, <laughs> these are good ones yeah. to watch. They're over the top and goofy and funny and so yeah, they are. They're everything they should be. All right, what do you give it? Just for again, like the first one, just for old time's sake, and it holds up. I give it a nine. I really wow. Know. All right, I, wanna, I was gonna go seven and a half because I thought I liked it, but I thought the other one was a little bit better. So uh, I liked them both yeah. equally, and, and they're all in different weird ways. They were very weird. Like I said, this was probably the best double feature that, the most enjoyable wow. double feature that we did. How about that, so everyone? Yeah, for me, for classic me. drive-in double feature. Yeah, it's a good one. Late from night show eh. from like pa- early days and mid time, mid days, and you know, nowadays, very cool. I don't know. All right, man, that's it for this week. Uh, I'm Mal with me as always, Doctor Morbius, and we'll see you next week with more classic gems that you can't live without. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Would you like to hear a song? There was a mushroom, sad little mushroom. There was a meadow, ready to cry. There was a sparrow. Gray little sparrow, there was an eagle, silent and high, and the Lord said, laugh, children laugh, the Lord said laugh, children laugh, the Lord said laugh, children laugh, the Lord said laugh, 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 and the Lord, he said, I created for you a world of joy from out of the blue. And all that is left to complete the joy Just the laugh of a girl and boy And there was a garden Beautiful garden Held in the arms Of a world without joy And then there was laughter Wonderful laughter For he created girl and a boy and the lord said oh laugh children laugh the lord said laugh children 